Hey. Wow, we came on quick. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. Hey, thanks for joining us. You are listening to The Urban Therapist, and I am your host, Eddie Jean Hall Jr. And joining me today, as always, is my good friend and the co-host of The Urban Therapist, Mr. Lewis Rose. How you doing today, Lou? How are you going to say you weren't expecting? <laughs> You know, man, it's it's usually you give me that little lapse time, you oh, know. Okay. Did I, right. you know, I heard the music, you did, and then it was all of a sudden I was there. Right, was like, that's how it goes. You hear the music, right. and then you're there. <laughs> right, I was, I was there. I was there. I'm glad to be here, and I'm glad you all are joining us today for this edition of the Urban Therapist. And again, I am your host, Eddie Jean Hall Jr., and joining me is the producer and the co-host, Mr. Lewis Rhodes. And uh, we are going to continue our topic from our previous session. We were scratching the surface of talking about pornography. What you looking at? That's the name of the subject. That's the name of the topic for today. And pornography is one of those controversial subjects. You know, people say, hey, you know, freedom of speech. And yes, you have it. And we should have it. And then you have some people to say, oh, that's terrible. You should not be able to put that stuff out there. And then you have people to say, if you don't want to watch it, don't look at it. Then it's the controversy of, oh, our children are being exposed. And then there's some people saying, well, then expose your kids to something else. Why are you allowing them to have their hands on this, be able to get their hands on this? This is one of those topics, my friends, that is important for us to understand. And it's important for us to talk about. Now, it's one thing one about of those, the, like, always there topics. Always. We may not talk about it, but it's one of those things that's always there always there and the thing is it's one of those things that is growth and development and the way it has boomed now it's always influenced society in some shape form or fashion but especially over the last few years and that's one of the things lewis and i were talking about in the last show with the um uh, onset and the birth and the boom of technology it has just made it more readily accessible. And you know something I just thought about, Lou? Mm. And we're gonna get that stat with the with the with the uh, with the finance as far as pornography is concerned. But when we talk about habits, I don't know if you watched a lot of the commercials leading up to the Super Bowl, but there were a lot of commercials about these different websites that you could go on and bet mm. that you could gamble. Um, and uh, Jamie Foxx did a, did a lot of those. I forget what it was, what it was called, but you know, you know, he would, he would have his, he would have his phone and, you know, and he would, you know, he would be calling different um, sports celebrities or different people, you know, talking about, you know, the spread and what she put on this and put on that. Even Kevin Hart was on there and, you know, gambling, <clears throat> In some states is legal and in other states is illegal. But now with technology, it makes it easier mm -hmm. for people to gamble. Sure. And here's the thing. 
if I have a gambling problem, it makes it easier accessible. for my problem mm -hmm. yeah, to be exposed. It's more accessible, accessible, and then it gets me deeper in my addiction. And I think that's one of the things you were alluding to when we were talking last week, that if a person becomes addicted to pornography because it is such big business mm -hmm. and it is so readily accessible, they can feed their addiction more readily. And, and that shows up in the money that's being made. Sure. And I like what you said too, man. You brought out that it's not, we're not picking on pornography, but we're also showing how social media is a part of that boom. Mm -hmm. And because of social media, because of the internet, because of technology, our cell phones, our pads, our computers, everything, more things that people can become addicted to, they're more readily exposed to it and on a more systematic basis. So this is what we're talking about today. And today we're just having to be picking on this industry. And and I won't say we're picking on it. <coughs> right. Not picking we're, on it. Just we're not picking on it. We're talking about it. I, you know, that's my little jab. You know, I to me it's a it's an industry that that has again the same and, and you mentioned here on this site uh, on this um sorry not this site on this slide that pornography is as big as the top technology companies combined so just the idea of like i said when we say every one of those companies names everyone knows every one of those names no one's never heard of amazon no one's ever heard of microsoft no one's ever heard of google so as ubiquitous as those names are, what we're saying is that pornography itself is bigger than all of them combined. Mm -hmm. And so it's, again, it's, the, it's this giant elephant in the room that everyone's pretending like we don't know it's there or we're pretending like it's just a family pet or something. Yeah. When it's like, nah, there's this giant elephant that we just need to understand it and, and accept it and deal with it in a way that makes the people who use it or don't want it can understand how to navigate it being present. Because it's, it's going to be present. I think it's only going to continue to be present based on the fact that computers and technology are becoming more and more uh, present in every aspect of our lives. Hey, and let's take it one step further, man. I like what you said. It's not just a huge elephant in the room. It's a herd of huge elephants because it continues to grow. It moves. And you may think it's not in your house. You may say, oh, little Johnny is not or my husband's not or my wife's not. It may not be, but something is going to flash across that screen. Some email is going to come. That's a random email. It's not sent for them. It's advertising. 
because this is what makes it what it is. People are pushing this thing. You got people pushing it. You got people pushing against it. But you got to understand, you got people pushing it, and it's there. And here's at the same website we were talking about. It says that the porn industry revenue exceeds the combined revenue of the of ABC, CBS, and NBC. And we bring those three out because ABC, NBC, and CBS was here long before HBO, Showtime, um, um, uh, all the other different networks that we have. These are like the base networks, the foundational. And it's saying that the revenue from pornography, from United States pornography, from U.S. pornography, combined is bigger com than these three television networks combined. Yep. And I think I got some more financial stats in there too. Between 2001 and 2007, the internet porn industry, now we're dealing with the internet porn industry, okay? Went from a $1 billion a year industry to a $3 billion a year industry in the United States alone. And that was just between 2001 and 2007. We can only imagine what it is now. <laughs> and it probably quadrupled uh, from 2022 to 2023 with the pandemic. Uh, I'm not going to tell that Saturday Night Live joke. Okay, but anyway, go ahead. Go to the next slide, man. Uh-oh. That's all right. For those of you who are watching the video slide, you can see that, that freeze <laughs> on this person's face and looking at the computer. Yeah, that's... That's there what a lot of people say. Here we that. go. Now you're good. In 2006, we're dealing with some old stacks, but this is just to make a point. In 2006, the sex-related entertainment business estimated revenues. Now this is sex-related entertainment, so this is everything across the board. This is from the strip clubs that you know. Estimated at just under. You ready for this, man? Mm-hmm. Thirteen billion dollars just in the united states 13 billion these estimates include well see this is you know this is an old stat because it's talking about video sales hey man remember you may be too young but remember when you used to go to the video store you may be too young <laughs> blockbuster okay or okay or any other could be my local neighborhood video store right Ran by Dan. His name was Dan. Okay. And you would go into Dan's video store, and Dan yep. would have the children's section yep. video. Yep. Dan would have the nature section video. Sure. The action section. Right. Right. The musicals. And then there was that room. Then there was that room in the back. <laughs> 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 that room. It'd be that, and, and you had to walk down the side yep. of the wall yep. of the store to get to that room. Right. And that room, when you went into that room, it was a world all over the And people would watch to see who was walking into <laughs> that room. <laughs> 
Hey, I want I want to jump back one slide real quick. Sure, go ahead. So I uh, that's when I I couldn't change the slide. I was busy researching. I was doing the internet research. Okay. And you said here, look, it went from one billion to three billion between two thousand one and two thousand seven. I was curious, how much money does the porn industry make now today? I went to look. You will not guess. Uh, uh-uh. go ahead. In twenty twenty two. It is a $98 billion industry annually. You see what I'm saying? $98 right. billion. So we're talking about, that's called in, in finance, that's exponential growth. So before you went from a couple years to a couple extra billion, but it's not even doing an extra billion a year. It's, it's jumped you know, and that and that's what I'm trying to say is the number of users, the number of people uh, being able to access it, the amount of advertising that's being made behind the scenes. It's it's crazy. It is a huge industry and it's continually growing because think about it. The number of computers is growing. The number of cell phones is growing. I think I was reading there are two cell phones per person on the planet right now. Wow. That's how wow. many cell phones we have per person. Like how how do we have more cell phones than people? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and what the cost and the cost the cost the quality right has improved on cell phones because some of the features and the different things that cell phones could do now. Yep. Listen, I remember when um when uh desktop computers were were big and and bulky right. and you know laptops now what you can do with a with a phone and that's what they were saying they were trying to get to that point when they kept going down went from the desktop to the laptop to the to the pad to the phone what you can carry in your phone now and what you could do is crazy and it doesn't cost what it used to cost. Correct. And and again, kids are getting phones earlier and earlier in their age. So it's like, you know, I, I know parents of children who sixth graders, well, my child needs to have a phone. And that age has gotten younger. Now fourth grader, my child needs to have a phone so they can reach me. Well, that phone that you've given them has access to the same internet that everybody else's phone has access to. And again, how easy is it for you to mistype, misclick, search for the wrong thing by accident or intentionally, and next thing you know. So so it's just the idea that, again, you know, what we're talking about, it being ubiquitous and being fully present and accessible, you know, as a parent, that's something you have to always be aware of if you're a parent of children below the legal age. And then if we really want to talk about other kinds of influences, again, so again, these these social media influencers, who many of them, I don't want to say all of them, but many of them um, kind of deal in ways of making money, um, it's just, again, your, your children are being exposed to either directly or adjacently um, people who are using the Internet to make profit. 
And again, the easiest and fastest way to make profit is in this industry. Um, mm. So yeah, here's here's a stat: 2007 global porn revenues were estimated 20 billion with 10 billion in the U.S. and and that has and changed. So it's like I said, quadrupled almost since yeah, you know, since then. Yeah. And and we we're talking about 2022. I just looked it up because I was curious. 98 billion. So wow. So now let's let's look at another statistic. Now we're gonna look at statistics for people who view porn. Okay. Now here's one stat. Man, you know what? This is why I needed some of your special effects. Seventy nine percent of men yep. between the ages of eighteen and thirty years old. Okay, so like that's almost eight out of every ten men that were interviewed. Correct. Say that they view pornography at least once a month. What's the saying? Eight out of ten view it, and the other two are lying about it. <laughs> so that means eight out of ten men are viewing pornography more than they go into the gym. Then look at this next one. Sixty-seven percent. Now, 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 look at the age group differential. Mm-hmm. That's the, the 18, 30-year-old. Not a big drop, really. 67% of 31 to 49-year-olds. Yeah. So that's about 7 out of 10. Two, and two then, out of 3, yeah. Uh, and then 49 of 50 to 60-year-olds. That means 50% mm-hmm. say they view pornography once per month. And you know what? And probably the older they, they get, the less they see certain things as pornography. Sure. Or, I'm just throwing that out because remember, you know, now <clears throat> when I was young, some things you would look at, you'd be like, whoa. Then you see it so much and you start seeing other, eh, nah, that, you know, that ain't that. That ain't that. I'm just saying. And that 50 to 68% crowd, definitely, Lou. The other 50% is saying, hey, I'm sure. watching, but I ain't telling you. But that, that, 18 to 30 percent and the 18 to 30 group mm-hmm. are what we consider digital natives okay and then that 50 to 68 year old group are what we consider digital immigrants and so those are the people who didn't grow up with the technology as in their face but still half of them are viewing it and the 18 to 30 are people who grew up with technology from the minute they were born they knew technology so, so again, you look at the, so what happens when those 18 to thirties become 50 that's to 68, to it will probably be the same, the same statistics. And that's what I was about to say, <clears throat> based on what you just said, that, that 50 to 60 year old, that 49% is going to jump up to that 80. Yep. Wow. Let's go to the next one. 63% of 18 to 30 year olds and that's almost six out of 10. And then 38% of 31 to 49 year olds, that's about four out of 10. And we're talking men here. Mm-hmm. And then 25% of 50 to 60 year old men say they view pornography at least several times per week. Right. So several is anywhere more than one and up to infinitum. <laughs> <laughs> so. These are the statistics. Now, we looked at the money part. Man, I really appreciate you bringing that update on the money piece. 
And so now here, what we're looking at is the age breakdown. And wow, man, what you just brought, how, how did you call it? The digital? Oh, digital immigrants versus digital, digital immigrants natives. versus natives. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the 18 to 30 year olds, they're the natives. Yes. Wow. So what are people younger than them? What are they called now? <laughs> well, they're still, they're still, oh, they're still natives it's just, too. It's just the idea okay. that at some point when technology really became a thing, we, we identify a certain group. I don't remember which group, if it's the, it's after the baby boomers, it's probably like before Gen X. I don't remember all the different uh, generation names, generation Z and all those. But yeah, there's a group where basically that age you were born into the world of cell phones being internet present. And so we consider those people digital natives because basically when you were born, everything is, is about the internet. Everything is about digital uh, connectivity. And the people before that, like I said, you actually had to um, find information by different means. So you still probably adopted technology. You you bought into using laptops and cell phones, but it, you were you were the ones that adopted it as opposed to it just being in your face and just being the way that things were. Okay. And so now again, and so what you're saying with them, what you said about the last slide too, <clears throat> the the digital natives mm-hmm. at 18 and 30 that are at 63%, yep. that 25% at 50 to 68 year old, that's going to go up. Right. Because as these as are men, that group gets older, correct. As that group gets older, right. So I can't blame it on people's eyes and saying they can't see and the arthritis is messing with their fingers so they can't hit the keyboards. Sure. Okay. All right. Now, for the ladies, because normally when we talk about pornography, we normally see it as a a man thing. You know, this sure. is men. You know, sure. dirty dogs. They all they doing it. Look at that, that nasty pictures. Uh, ladies, yes, you all do do it too. Now, some of you are more into what's called the romantic or the soft porn, but <laughs> some of y'all into the hardcore stuff. Hey, babe, you remember years ago, years ago, just for fun, I, and i never forget, and I'm not going to tell the city I was living in, I'm not going to tell when, but it was years ago. I knew this dude, at the vi- he owned a video store, and we became pretty cool because, you know, I rented a lot of videos from him because I love movies. And so uh, he had that room in the back. And so one day, you know, I just asked him because, you know, I I was I was curious, you know, because, you know, I always thought of, you know, pornography as that thing that, you know, just, you know, guys, you know, we, you know, we, we're the ones watching. And I asked him, I said, do you have women go back in there? And he's like, oh, man, sure. He said, yeah, he said, you'd be surprised at the number of women who, who go go back videos and get them. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. and see, so this is not just a gender issue well and when it comes down up oh, yes well i just wanted to point out i mean when you look at this is an even te- more telling story the oh stats yeah the on digital screen, natives that huge gap in and the women the older women who again they were digital immigrants and oftentimes women are the least uh, financially mobile 
in a household, um, especially if you're talking about the baby boomer generation. Like, it's well, like, hold on, Lou. I, I want you to elaborate on that, but let me read the <clears throat> statistic yeah, for those who may be for those who may be listening sure. to the to the to the to the show and they can't see the slide. So here's the percentages for women. Seventy six percent of eighteen to thirty year olds and sixteen percent of thirty one to forty nine year olds and then four percent of fifty <clears throat> to sixty eight year old women view pornography at least once per month. So let me rewind. Almost eight out of ten women between the ages of eighteen and thirty look at pornography once a month. Those surveyed. Almost two out of ten women between the ages of thirty-one and forty-nine years old look at pornography at least once a month. And approximately four no less than one out less of ten. Less 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 than one out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Less than one out of ten. That's what I'm saying. That that gap is yeah. huge comparatively to the men exactly and and the idea is just simply for me is that if if i want to give it to you in the short version girls and young women are are now as exposed to pornography that's what you're really looking at now and that that goes with the idea of it being everywhere and it being so easy to access is that you can see this this giant gap in the 50 to 68 year olds between men and women, because you're like, okay, well, what's the difference of men and women at that age? But girls and and young women, it's the same as their male counterparts. The amount of access and the amount of viewership is the same. Hey, hey man, can you do me a favor? Sure. Can you go back a couple of slides real quick? I want to sure. look at what was the percentage for once a month for men. Go back, go for one. For the, I want to compare the same category just for the monthly. Oh, monthly, that's this one. Okay, so it's seventy nine percent of men for men in that age group. Yep. And then what was it for the women that age group? Sixty eight percent. Seventy six. Seventy six. Yeah. Wow. And that wow. that talks about obviously societal changes, but it, but the internet and its accessibility is also one of the large societal changes. Mm-hmm. And so, so many things that were not acceptable years ago. What's that? What's that saying of familiar <clears throat> familiarity breeds complacency? Yeah, yeah, I think. But that's the more that we're you can be desensitized, to something, right? Yeah, it becomes less taboo. Taboo. It's it's so, it just is very normal. Okay. Look at now. Look at this. The percentages of women who report they view pornography several times a week. Now the stats really dropped. For the eighteen and thirty year olds, it dropped to twenty one percent. Right. For the thirty one to forty nine year olds, it dropped to five, and for the fifty to sixty eight, it dropped to zero. Now this is talking about, like you were saying, Lou, using the internet, and that's really that really exposes what you talk about the digital natives and the digital. Immigrants. immigrants. Mm-hmm. I think we got a couple more slides. Ah, now this is talking about married men and women. 55% of married men, half of them, half of y'all, half of us, 55% of married men say they watch porn. 
at least once a month as compared to 70% of not married men. Now, this statistic, it went on to say that they didn't ask these not married men if they were like in a monogamous relationship or if they were living with somebody. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So 55% of married men say they watch porn. Again, that's 55% who were willing to say, yep, I do it. And wouldn't afraid of their wife finding out. <laughs> Other 45%, you ain't getting me on that survey, man. My wife come back. Oh, what? Hey, honey, who was that calling you, asking you what you do? Now, for women, 25% of married women, a little more than two out of 10, say they watch porn at least once a month as compared to 16% of not married women. Right. Kind of scary. Because is this saying that married women feel the need to watch porn more than unmarried women because watching it with their husbands i'm just saying i'm gonna gonna say i'm gonna give you that one or or could it be they feel as though they're not being satisfied i mean it could be and so hey or they're just finding it's entertaining or maybe they're using it to enhance i don't i'm just saying 25 percent of the married are doing something that 16% of the unmarried are not doing. Okay, here's another one. Oh. <laughs> is that is that even a figure, man? Men are 543%. Is that, can you even do that with percentages? Yeah, you could just say five times more likely. Okay, so. Five and a half times. All right, but well, I like the 543. That's sure, just, sure. <laughs> drive well, I'm the point just saying for people who don't think about numbers statistically like that it's just saying basically if you are likely to look at pornography men who are uh, men are five times more likely to look at it than women yep men are 543 times right five no 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 543 percent 543 percent right not 543 times they're five times I bet you it's 543 times. No, I'm just playing with you. Yes, thank you for correcting me. That's why it's good to have an educational professional with you so you don't give off the wrong stuff. Men are five times or 543% more likely likely to look at pornography. That's a whole lot. That's a whole lot. That's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. Wait a minute. Oh, it gets worse. Men who have committed adultery are almost two and a half times or 218% more likely to look at pornography. 5 times more. Two and a half times more. Does pornography lead to certain behaviors? So what is the reason why? What makes pornography? So the bottom line is everything that we show with the money, everything 
is addictive and it can be dangerous in our next show we're going to talk about the science behind pornography you have been listening to the urban therapist i am your host eddie gene hall jr and joining me my man, my good friend, and yo, man, I really, I appreciate you every day, but really today, my good friend, Mr. Lewis Rose. Hey, man, the slide is hiding your, your face. People can't see. Oh, my bad. I'm yeah, yeah, people, people, can't, people can't see. <laughs> I see that little creepy guy. <laughs> you know, I had to find a creepy picture on that one, man. You see how that dude was looking like? My good friend, <laughs> Mr. Lewis Rose. Listen, Lou, thanks again, man, for everything. Folks, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. We're on there now as well. And we will see you soon. Take care, everybody.